0: So hey there and thanks for joining my table once again where the lights are shared to feed the soul and spirit. Today, I am your host, Lena, sword fighter mentor, going to be continuing the study on the book of James. The last study that we have gone through was James chapter one, but only a small section, particularly a couple verses. And that is really my goal here at this table, my goal here on the podcast is to study to show ourselves approved and in order for us to understand what we're reading, we are to study in context, we are to dissect the scripture further so that we can understand better what the author is trying to say. So today we're going to jump into the study on the book of James particularly on the topic of double-mindedness or doubt or being double-minded. And so if you have your Bible, your notes, go ahead and grab them. And if you don't, that's okay too, because I'll be reading. I will be using a New International Version Bible and other correlative versions of the Bible to help us understand what it is that we are reading and so, James chapter 1, verse verses 5 and 6, as well as 7 and 8. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generous, generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea. Blown and toast by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So today's topic is double-mindedness or to be, what is it, what it's like to be double-minded. I took these words into my study room and I had dissected This a little bit further so that we can better understand what is the author trying to say here. This book, particularly the book of James, has so many jewels. It speaks directly to a life of a believer. James touches on the topic of persecution, trials, and pain like no other author in the Bible. I personally have been influenced by this book. He is raw, he is straightforward, and to the point. I was led to review the book of James once again this week and when I was studying the topic of double minus James 1, verse 8 and a desire ignited to review the book once again. It has been a few years since I last studied it in an entire context, but here I am again. I pray that it will be a blessing to you. And I also would like to thank Terry Brown for contributing to the chapter and blessing us with this insight important note to consider it is important to study the word of god in entire context because many are taking scripture out of context creating their beliefs leaning on their own understanding instead of reading the scripture for what it really is what is context the parts of a written or spoken statement that precede or follow a specific word or passage usually influencing its meaning or effect. So to avoid this pitfall, make sure you are reading 10 verses before the scripture that you're focusing on and 10 verses after. So this is what we do here. What does it mean to be double-minded? James shares his thoughts on the topic and compares this to a wave in the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. What we call in modern day terms, doubt. Doubt is a natural reaction to an unfamiliar situation, a carnal reaction. However, we as children of God do not walk according to our fleshly desires, but according to the Spirit. We must not doubt. James 1.7 says, If we doubt, we should not receive anything. He illustrates this point further in James 1.6 and likens a man of doubt to a surge in the sea driven by the wind. I don't know if you had a chance to get out and look at the sea lately, but I sure have observed the waves and even jumped the waves at the beach. To be double-minded is to be like the waves of the sea, blown and tossed by the opinions and teachings of this world, not fully made up of mind. Unstable. A double minded person is a person who is constantly at battle in his mind. He or she cannot fully decide or make decisions that would make them forward in life or decision making. This person prolongs its goals and stays idle in his vision. His dreams are constantly on the back burner, always dreaming but never stepping into action. In this chapter, James, the disciple of Christ, is encouraging us to gain wisdom. He says, if you need wisdom or if you lack wisdom, you should ask God and he will generously give it to you. When Solomon asked for wisdom, God gave it to him. What is wisdom? So let's say a couple words that are highlighted in this entire uh, section of the Bible. Wisdom and doubt. Wisdom is ability to discern or decide what is moral, just, and fair. Or the quality or state of being intellectual or wise. I've gotten this particular definition from dictionary.com via Google, Um, basic Google. And another uh, definition that I wanna look uh, a little closer at is doubt. A doubt is a state of mind unwavering in decisions not being fully made up in your mind, to call into question the truth of, to be uncertain, lack of confidence in something, to consider unlikely to be uncertain about something. Again, this definition comes straight from basicgoogledictionary.com. This topic, double-minded, has truly intrigued me. To be double minded is to think, reason, feel, perceive, or understand twice the size of more than usual. In other words, overthinking. Thinking on reasoning or reasoning more than we should. Overthinking on the details, information, or plan. Leaning more on trying to figure it out on our own way than trusting God. Worrying and stressing more than we should. Putting more than one burden on ourselves that we are able to carry obsessing over people overindulging on social media preoccupying your mind with matters of this world filling your mind continually intrusively to a troubling extent matthew eleven thirty says for my yoke is easy and my burden is light that scripture right here gives me confidence His yoke is easy and his burden is light. So if your yoke is heavy and your burden is heavy, then it means that you're carrying too much. It means that you are overthinking. It means that you are obsessing over things. Bible says the double-minded man or woman is unstable in all of his or her ways, not only in one particular way or decision, but in all of their ways. decisions. This is dangerous ground. Nothing works, never satisfied, always seeking for more. Psalm 12 verse 2, and I encourage you to read this as well, says, everyone lies to their neighbor. They're flatter with their lips, but harbor deception in their hearts. To be double-minded is to have a double heart. Feelings and emotions that are opposite of each other, contradicting one another. A heart that is split in the middle, a heart that devices evil, a heart that tosses to and from seeking rest but unable to find it. Inconsistent, unsettled, one way today, another tomorrow. When life is unstable, the mind is pained, in need of rescue. What we think, we become. What we say, actions follow. If the mind is sick, The entire body is sick. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us be glad and rejoice and enjoy every minute of it, in other words. Push all the worries aside and let God be God. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Handle the details of today. Make provision for today. Make a decision to stay that way. Ask God to deliver you from double-mindedness. Go to that area with the help of the Holy Spirit where you left your blessing and picked up your doubt. James 4.8 says, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. Do you find yourself wavering, uncertain in your decisions or process? When we find ourselves wavering like a wave in the sea, uncertain, not sure about something, we must check our heart instead of trying to figure out on your own. David says, search my heart and know my thoughts. If there is any wicked way in me, lead me, way, lead me in the way of everlasting. Psalm 139, 24-25 Allow God to examine your heart and mind by letting go of your emotions and feelings. Father, I have sinned against you and you alone. This was the issue in the church, and James addresses it straightforward. No man can serve both masters. For he will either hate one and love another. We cannot serve both God and our flesh. Matthew six twenty-four s- says strive to be of single-minded purity, clarity, and understanding. The more you will contemplate, the harder it is or it will be to change. Turn around in your action, confess your wrongs and do right. Psalm one nineteen verse. 113 or 113. I hate double minded people, but I love your law. Let's pray. God, I need you. I'm in need of a rescue. Forgive your servant and show me your grace. Examine my heart and remove any filth from within. Anything in me that does not please you, remove it far from me. Lead me in the way of everlasting. Cleanse my heart, wash away my iniquity, renew my mind, and heal my hurts. I desire to be pleasing and honoring to you. I confess my wrongs. Help me to let go. Amen. I hope you have been blessed and encouraged. And if you have enjoyed the study, join me in the group on Facebook hashtag Sword Study Delight or simply just find Sword Study Delight to discuss this fiery topic further. I will see you on the other side, but in the meantime, have a blessed day and take care.